This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Hello and welcome Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi maaf nahi karte. I'm Abhinandan Sekri. Welcome to News Laundry Hafta. This one is behind the paywall because we have put a paywall back up. So the Mufat Khor is joining us. Enjoy the chota hafta. For the full thing you're going to have to subscribe and come on this side of the paywall. Today, first of all I'd like to thank all those who have volunteered to be a part of our science desk. We have a fantastic science desk. I'd like to just boast a little bit here if I may Anand. Absolutely. So our science desk has now um actually 12 people. We're going to be starting our science pieces from next week. Thank you all so much and we have one more uh, person who's written in to be a part of uh the science desk and I shall tell you who that is. But first let me introduce our panel to you. Madhu is at the Indira Conclave in Bombay listening to uh, Sarkozy and uh, Prime Minister Modi and Amitabh Bachchan and other such worthies. Manisha is pursuing a story because those of you who did contribute to NL Sena we've almost topped up the story for Murthal whether the rapes happened didn't happen what is this entire story around it we are just 20000 rupees short and have full confidence in you that you will top this up over the next week but we have sent her anyway with the certainty that you will top it up because 80000 rupees was already jama karod it had come in so on the panel today our very own anand ranganathan hello we have anand vardhan who is back with us hi anand hi our managing editor deepanjana hello and we have a guest joining us on the phone this is gopi those of yes. you hello hi gopi Yes, so Gopi's full name is J Gopi Krishnan. Gopi Krishnan. You're right now the pioneer. You started yes. as a sub broker in the stock exchange in Kerala. I started my career as a stock broker. I see. Then I landed as Doorbell Singer. Then I landed this print media. I see. So basically from stock broker you were breaking news. What was <laughs> It was more like there was no computers. Huh. It was all like calling Sata markets. Your shout, shout, shout. So your lungs are well trained to be a reporter then. Yeah. If, yes, if yes. I if if I can introduce Gopi, huh. as I have said earlier also, the Go- Mallu mafia. The yeah, the Mallu. You know, God forbid if Go uh, Gopi undergoes narco analysis. I mean, the whole <laughs> the whole goddamn media establishment will come down like a pack of cards. You know, honestly. <laughs> but but you have also won the Ramnath Goenka Award for journalist of the year in two thousand nine. Right? Uh, no, I got it in 2012 only. Right. For my works in 2009 and 10. I see. So what was that work in 2009? It was uh, regarding uh, 2G. 2G scam and others. On that note, Gopi, I will just um, tell you what we'll discuss today. The election result, oh. of course, the yeah. staggering BJP's result, not just in UP, but making a government four of the five states. Uh, then. uh the first ever bjp government in manipur after sam now manipur they seem to be yeah. spreading to areas where conventionally they haven't been they had any presence then the inevitable yeah. accusation of tampering of evms by mayawati yeah. followed closely by kejriwal <laughs> uh, and wanting to now have paper ballot for mcd yeah. then manohar parikar sworn in as the chief minister of goa on holi the navbhara times dreams up trump visiting india and then one piece of news that dominated at least social media and a little bit of prime time uh, was the sexual harassment allegations of tv tv founder arunab kumar 
although we've discussed in other podcast awful and awesome and i do hope you listen to that uh, we might just want to touch on it here sanjar leela bhansali's padmavati movie set burnt in kolhapur and the rajasthan uh, you know minister says that the karni sena will watch the film and they will be part of passing it whether it should be released or not and finally um the three mails that are to be read and of course my old friend tejinder bagga being appointed as <laughs> spokesperson <laughs> of bjp it's almost like avinandan being appointed you know I i'm know. so so happy with it uh, let's come to anand anand what is your view of this basically line of critique that's happening of even i think the mumbai mirror had this this thing ivory towers people don't understand what's happening on the ground and stuff do you think that is there is any merit to that critique or that is that even a thing or should it be no and the distance uh, of uh, media to what the electorate is feeling now that can be exaggerated also mm-hmm. because uh, uh, m- m- many a times uh, voters don't uh, uh say what they are, uh, what they their voting preferences are hmm. so first second is the numerical arrangement of those preferences in terms of win and uh, loss that can be uh, a very tricky arithmetic uh, exercise to do for example so what i think is that the disconnect factor is a bit exaggerated there are reports that whom the people were talking to when they were doing election surveys mm. now uh, are we getting over critical about journalists uh, um, uh, so that is one thing because the predicting elections or voting preferences has never been easy in any part of the world yeah forever so for forever decades. so it's not something new or uh, there are conspiracy theorists uh, having a field day that uh, uh, people were not inclined to predict because of this factor or that factor so uh, the journalistic uh, criticism of the whole exercise i think is uh, a bit uh, uh, blown out of proportion anand what is your view what do you think yeah okay so An- An- anand rangnathan anand, anand vardhan anand yeah. va- so i'll call you ranga i'll call you vardhan so okay. there's no confusion anand hi anand <laughs> yeah no I, i mean as 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 you know abhinandan we had a, a facebook live session Correct. on the day the results came yes. out and i think we we discussed at length uh, the reasons or uh, you know the lack thereof but just a couple of points one is that this wasn't the first exit poll prediction that people got wrong hmm. i mean i can't think of any election in the last decade or so where people haven't got things you know dramatically wrong hmm. even bihar election so right. many uh, starting from bihar before that the delhi elections before that the lok sabha 2014 elections nobody gave bjp or maybe just one or two uh, exit polls gave bjp a, a you know a majority hmm. the other thing that so uh, you know this thing about uh, journalists getting there so many articles including tavleens and everyone you know how these guys useless fellows don't know anything this and that mm. well it's hindsight is always as they say yeah. 2020 so you know you can obviously thrash people let's say you have a license for that but what i see increasingly happening and of course i i as i said i got it wrong because i i thought demonetization is going to have uh, you know a tremendous effect but i probably seem to be the only one who's kind of demarcated or you know uh, divided demonetization into the economic aspects of it and the social aspects right. of it 
and my assessment was not so much that I've been consistently saying about the economic aspect because nations recover. Hmm. You know, in one, you know, now the stock market is doing so well. Hmm. Uh, 16 months ago, if you remember, people were saying, my God, Modi ne kya kar diya stock market ko, it's crashing and all that stuff. Uh, but what is happening right now is because of the eu- euphoria and the fact that demonetization per se did not play any role, in fact, probably played, as uh, was discussed by Saurav, a positive role, hmm. people seem to be uh, you know kind of equating the um, the ignoring ignoring of suffering by the people as suffering did not happen at all coming to gopi now tell me um, did you follow the story of this uh, the founder of tvf being accused of sexual harassment did you follow that story i have i just read it but uh, as far as this sexual harassment cases we don't know where the truth is right and uh, i have covered as a cub reporter this crime and other things so i should always prefer to keep quiet till during the trial we don't know what the victim says right i have seen so many victims much hyped cases hmm. where victim in the trial court says reverse and the reporters who wrote for the victim became royal fools So, have, uh, so you basically to, hold your tongue but, on uh, anything. But, uh, but intuition and uh, by forcefully, if anybody does, it's wrong. It is unacceptable. And in the workplaces, there should be a decency. And uh, there are some cases I am personally aware. There are uh, manipulative cases. There will be blackmailing issues. Do you think there is a sexism problem in the media? And has it changed over the years in your experience uh, there is male chauvinism everywhere is there but nowadays women are emerging and look at the basic uh, our book uh, let us uh, beat academic wise our first book was newsman's english now it is changed harold uh, divan said that now lot of women are landed so that word is not correct newsman's english is now changed to English, essential English for editors and writers. It is now changed. So the change is there. Uh, 90s onwards, the change is there. So many women are coming and a lot of uh, good material. uh so many women oriented stories are coming dj let me come to you on this cuz i know you have strong views on this you had written I a blog i do indeed <laughs> yeah you tell me um you know your view um so i'd written a blog but i also wrote an article for news laundry and right. uh you can read both below. you can read both uh it's it's also worth keeping in mind that the blog is entirely personal and it's not even trying to be fair and balanced and all those sorts of things and this uh, was on the same day that the it was literally on the day that this news started circulating um because the post basically what happened was that there was an anonymous post well it, there was a pseudonymous post that was put up on medium that alleged uh tvf ceo and founder arunab kumar had repeatedly sexually harassed one of his employees uh and this was the second case that had come to light as far as uh filmmaker apurvasrani was concerned so he put it up on his twitter and because of that i think it started circulating quite widely oh, is that how it got yeah, traction yeah that was how it began okay at least as far as i know i had i found it from apurv's uh twitter timeline and within a couple of hours it had circulated quite widely and the immediate responses that i was seeing was that oh they're all anonymous 
if if you have a case, why don't you file it? And let's not assume that because this person is saying it, it's true. Hmm. Essentially questioning this allegation. Now, and here's the difference, right, between the article that I wrote and the blog post that I wrote. Right. In the article, also the article has the benefit of coming out after 24 hours. So by that time, there were at least 15 more people who had come out and... Uh, posted similar allegations. There were people who had uh, put their names to the allegations as well. But um, but the article is far more, I, I would like to believe, at least far less personal. Whereas the blog post was really a very personal plea to not consider every victim with doubt, hmm. which is, is something that I think we find, that a victim's statement whether they're anonymous or whether they're putting their name on it, we constantly question that. Whereas the harasser slash company, which is how it generally turns out, their statement is taken at face value right away. So when the company says this has not happened or we will conduct an investigation, it's immediately assumed that, huh, of course, investigation will happen. Right. Or if they're saying that, no, it didn't happen, no, it didn't happen. The same scrutiny is not directed. And that is a basic gender bias that I feel we have in society. Okay, this is my rant. Anand and Anand know my political dispensation and how my immediate my things rise when I see stuff like Jayashree Ram and, you know, as Modi entered parliament, there was Modi, Modi, Jayashree Ram. How would our commentary react if some Muslim had swept a state and there was Allahu Akbar being chanted when he entered the assembly? Secondly, Tejandar Bagga being made this thing. You know, when I heard, I'll be honest, when I heard Modi and Amit Shah's speech, I think this was Modi's best speech yet. Yes. It's what a statesman like. Exactly. It showed Badappan. You know what is Badappan? Otherwise, no matter how thundering his majority, his speeches also, they showed a chutpan. We were ashamed to be Indian. You're standing in a foreign country telling Indians we are ashamed to be Indian. Like, seriously? And that was okay. Every speech of his was demonstrated a pettiness and I always called it out. This was his first speech that showed Badappan that I am big enough to absorb any criticism that comes my way and work for everybody. And even Amit Shah, surprisingly, even though he eats gajar ka parathas, <laughs> it, was, <coughs> it was a really good speech. But after that... Tejinder Bagga, this Padmavati set being burned down, Bareilly posters, Muslims should leave this this thing. Jai Ram in parliament. I have a feeling they said this is our base, we got to keep our base happy. Without them, we are nothing. And at the same time, I have to now start sounding little statesman-like. Someone who may not be as prejudiced as I am. Does any of this make you uncomfortable? Yeah... It does not, uh, and it does. Does not because uh, whether it is coming from the Prime Minister, we don't know. Means the Prime Minister is uh, overseeing all this is just a matter of conjecture. Means uh, Prime Minister cannot oversee all this. So uh, there can be elements who are fringe enough, which media wants to uh, somehow classify as the mainstream because it uh, suits their narrative. 
Now, uh, as uh, I think Siv Vishwanathan had pointed out in his uh, one of his most perceptive pieces after Modi's victory in 2014, how Modi defeated liberal, liberals like me. So, <laughs> sorry, I had to laugh. Put that liberal in quotes for heaven's yes. sake. It's Shiv Vishwanathan. <laughs> Jesus. So, uh, he said that uh, the political discourse, uh, the mainstream political discourse in the media, was uh, so uncomfortable for the middle class, religious, uh, uh, religiously inclined people that they felt uncomfortable because they wanted to say something, but they thought that the educated people don't speak like this. Mm. So we should uh, somehow speak in a language which is acceptable to the liberal elite. Now that distance, Modi somehow smashed that distance and he made that kind of language as mainstream as that of the liberal elite. So uh, if that kind of, I think uh, it's a cathartic political movement for that those kind of suppressed voices in the national discourse. In which case you'd say it's temporary? Nothing to be worried about? No, if people are, ex means to see identity politics as detached from the political discourse in this country is fallacious. Identity politics is very much in, in, integral to India's political discourse. It has been sidetracked for far too long. If it is here and people are talking in that language, it is that we are getting real. All of you listening in, uh, the Chota Hafta, do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta. Do top up the NL Sena projects, please, so that we can do those stories. God knows those stories are needed if you are a God believer. And if you're atheist, then you know those stories are needed because you are your own God. We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertiser served. We hope you had a happy holy. We did. Thank you. Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.